Hi, I'm Jessica, and when I'm not drinking all the coffee, watching Razorback sports, or hanging out with my family of boys, it's my passion to help elementary music teachers just like you find your unique teaching style. My goal with this podcast is to share helpful tips, strategies, and to give you the motivation you need to gain momentum in your teaching so you can continue being the music teacher rock star you already are. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. You're listening to episode 82. Today, I'm going to talk to you about reflecting and renewing on the beginning of the school year and how to move forward being awesome and continuing being an awesome music teacher through the rest of the school year. Today's episode is coming out, obviously today's Tuesday, because I want to remind you that the doors to the Harmony membership close tomorrow, January 8th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to get in there through today and tomorrow so you do not miss out. Doors will not reopen again until this summer. So What are we talking about when we talk about reflecting and renewing? Well, I just finished a challenge called the Reflect and Renew Challenge. And so on this episode, I want to just give you kind of a rundown, a synopsis of what we've been talking about. Um, Three days of the challenge were free. And then for Harmony members, we've been continuing the challenge all the way through tomorrow. And then the challenge will be officially done. So it's actually been seven days, but I'm going to just kind of give you a breakdown of what we talked about through the first three days of the challenge. Now, if you join the Harmony membership, guess what? All of the replays for every video and every single um, description of everything we talked about is inside of the Harmony Facebook group. So no worries. You do not need to feel like you missed out. It's all there. So let's go ahead and talk about, first of all, why is reflecting on your school year in the middle of the school year so important? Well, I feel like a lot of times... (laughs) you feel like it's a snowball. I'm going to just use that example because it may be snowy where you live. I know where I live in Arkansas has not snowed one flake yet. So I'm hoping we at least get one good snow. But anyways, so it the, once the school year gets going, it just it's like a snowball. Like, you know, once it starts rolling down a hill, it just picks up steam. You don't exactly have a lot of time to just stop and go, hmm, did that lesson work? Have Has what I've been doing in my classroom been working well? I'm not really sure. You don't have time to do that, right? But it's important to do that. So how can you do that effectively, even when you don't have a lot of time to just stop and reflect? You don't have time to sit there and just rest at your desk and go, I'm reflecting right now. It's important to do it though. So I feel like when you think about the last few months of school, or maybe you're like I was and you're starting your very first teaching job in January. That was my very first job. I started my teaching career in the middle of the school year. That's crazy, isn't it? It's just crazy to think about that. Goodness. Anyways, but maybe you have been teaching all the way from August to now, or maybe you're about to start your very first teaching job. Whatever the case is, I want you to think about, if you have been teaching so far, think about the last few months. Identify things that went great and things that maybe haven't gone so great at home and at school? Has there been a lack of balance? Have there been things that haven't worked so well in your classroom? I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about it right now. Maybe you are already back to school. So you're like, I don't have time to do that. Well, then maybe just take some time tonight to just sit down and reflect and do this. Reflect on what could, what has not gone so well and what has gone well? What are things you're proud of? Okay. So then you'll be able to change things up a little bit as you go throughout the rest of the school year and can tweak things as you go. So maybe your school year has been off to a rocky start. Have you stopped to think about why? 
You probably, like I said, have not had time, but think about that. Really stop and think about why has it been off to a rocky start? Maybe there's things that have gone great so far this school year. Maybe you feel like it's been the easiest school year so far. Well, I want you to also think about that. Why is that? Is it you? Is it because you have more experience? Is it because you're feeling more confident as a teacher? Maybe this is not your first time teaching. Um, maybe if you're, it's been off to a rocky start, is it because it, is there things that are out of your control that are making it rocky when it comes to administration or your coworkers? Is there the kids? Is it just hard to teach them for whatever reason? Um, what is that? That's what I'm saying. Identify those reasons. So maybe you feel like life has been a little bit out of balance. It's been hard feeling like you're trying to keep up with all the to-do list. Okay. So like, let's think about laundry. I know for, for that, for me is my like arch nemesis. <laughs> so I feel like once I feel like I get to the end of it, it just, there's more. I feel like it triples anyways. So think about that. Like what, what's been keeping you out of balance? Is there things like you're just having a hard time keeping up with everything at home? I want you to um, also think about, are, are you wondering if you're doing a good enough job and are you stuck in the comparison trap? Are you comparing yourself to other music teachers all the time? That can definitely cause feelings of overwhelm and like you're not doing a good enough job. Maybe you feel like you're having a hard time with time management. Maybe you feel like you just don't know what to expect if you haven't started teaching yet. Like if I, I said, if you're going into teaching in January, no matter where you are in any of those circumstances I just named, I know that was a lot. So you go back and re-listen if you missed any of it because I am a fast talker. I do know that, trust me. <laughs> but no matter where you are in your teaching career, thinking back to the way the beginning of the school year is gone really can help you. Okay, so let's talk about why. You... And what, why, and then what I want you to do. I've already told you the why a little bit about why a mid-year reflection is so important. But I feel like if you have been feeling burnt out or you feel like things have not been going great, well, continuing that pattern into the rest of the school year is not going to be effective. You're going to end up showing up with not so great of an attitude. You're going to let things people say get to you, uh, other coworkers, for example. You're going to let students get to you more than they should because maybe because you haven't figured out why, what's causing all this stress, what's causing you to feel the way you're feeling. So reflect on that. Okay, so what can you do? How, what are you going to do to reflect? I have two questions I want you to think about, okay? So I want you to think about what successes have you had so far and what struggles have you faced? Those are two questions that I really want you to think through. I want you to, you can even take out a pen and paper and jot down any thoughts that come to mind. It could be bullet points. You can make a Google Doc. I don't care how you do this. I just want you to think about what successes have you had so far this school year and what struggles have you faced this school year? The biggest things I hear from teachers I mentor, whether it's in the Harmony membership or anywhere, honestly, um, through my blog, podcast, anywhere, is lesson planning, implementing lessons, and classroom management. Those are the three things I hear the biggest struggles around. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe these are the three things you've been struggling with a lot too. So think about those things. What are your biggest struggles with lesson planning, with implementing lessons, with classroom management? What have been the successes with those? I want you to really think through. Remember, you're a unique teacher. You have your own unique set of students, your own unique classroom, your own unique school. You're a unique a unique person. And so your list won't look similar to anyone else's because you know what your struggles are. And maybe you don't feel comfortable speaking them out loud, 
but I feel like it's important to identify struggles we face because we're not all perfect. We're all, we all struggle in whatever area, whether it's with teaching or in our home life. So identifying uh, where you feel successful or where you've struggled in those areas are extremely important. So it's just hard sometimes knowing what to teach, when, how to teach the lessons effectively, all while trying to just get to know your students and get them to pay attention, right? So maybe these are things that you've really been struggling with. So I want you to really think through your thoughts and write them down. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. And we're going to talk about now that you've really focused on the beginning of the school year, what struggles and successes you've had, let's talk about moving forward the rest of the school year and how to make it successful. So I want you now to think through Uh, I don't want you to think through these thoughts, actually. I was about to say think through these. I want you to not think these thoughts I'm about to say, okay? I I don't want you to think I'm not good enough. I don't want you to think my students aren't learning learning enough or Susie Smith down the street does a way better job than me. It could be any name. Just I just named Susie Smith because it was easy to say. (laughs) I don't want you to think, well, I've just royally screwed up teaching music today or I'm not cut out for this. Have you thought any of those thoughts? I know I have. I'm over here raising my hand. You can't see me because this is a podcast. I've thought every single one of those. The comparison, you know, trap is so real. I felt like an imposter some days. Like, I shouldn't be in here. I'm not cut out for this. This is way too hard. This is not easy. <laughs> so teaching elementary music is definitely a joy. It's a delight. It's an amazing experience to be an elementary music teacher, but it's also going to be hard. So I want you to realize that, first of all, that, yes, you're going to have hard days. Yes, you're going to have days where it's a struggle. Yes, you're going to have days where you don't want to go. Just like the kids, I don't want to go to school today. You will have those days. And if nobody's spoken that to you, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's normal to have those days. And so I just want you to know that you're not the only one having those thoughts. And I feel like a lot of times... I don't know what it is with music teachers, but you have a hard time expressing to others how you're feeling. You, a lot of times I do think it has to do with the fact that you're a lot of times the only music teacher in your school. So you really don't feel like you have anyone else to talk to. And if you walk up to one of these general classroom teachers and you're like, hey, guess what? I don't want to be here today. Or, hey, guess what? I don't feel like I'm doing a good enough job. They're going to look at you like, well, I mean, get it together. You're the music teacher. You're the only one we have, right? Or you're Or if you feel like if you say that to other teachers you work with, they're going to think that you feel like you don't know what you're doing and you feel like they're going to not respect you. So first of all, yes, it's okay to have those thoughts. But what I want you to realize is although you have those thoughts, you need to realize that one tough moment, week, or even a month doesn't define who you really are as a teacher. Okay, so here's now that we've talked about what not to think, I want to talk about what you should do moving forward towards the rest of the school year. January through May or June, whenever your school year ends, is a lengthy chunk of the teaching year. Now, you may have heard me on this podcast before refer to October, which is October, November, December as being the craziest time of the school year for a music teacher. Oh my gosh. It's like holiday performances out of the wazoo. Everybody wants you to do all kinds of holiday music because it's the holidays. But January through May or June, you have spring break sprinkled in there somewhere, a couple other like days off here or there, but for the most part, it's a lot of days to teach. And so you're going to start feeling exhausted. You probably are feeling exhausted right now in the middle of the school year. 
It's overwhelming looking at the school calendar and realizing how far you truly have to go, right? (laughs) And so you're like, oh gosh, that's a lot of months. That's a lot of days, a lot of weeks to show up. So like I said, I already mentioned the three main struggles I hear teachers mention is about lesson planning, implementing the lessons, and classroom management. There's, of course, so much more that goes into your school day. You might be struggling with something completely unrelated to that or nothing at all. Maybe you're just like, I'm, I'm totally cool. I'm cool. I'm good. I got this. And if so, that's amazing. And I'm, I'm seriously cheering you on. So I want you to think about the main area you've had the hardest time with during the first half of the school year, okay? I want you to write that down. Okay, pauses and write it down. After you've done that, I want you to think about ways and then write those down of how you can improve that one area moving forward. Remember, we've already talked about the beginning of the school year. Now we're putting that in the past. Okay, it's in the past. You don't think back to that except for reflecting on your successes and struggles. You've already written down ways and strategized of how you're going to move forward. Now we're going to pick one main area. The one area you feel like is the hardest that you're having the hardest time with. And you're now going to think about ways you can move forward instead of staying stuck in that area. All right. So let's talk about those main areas I've mentioned that I hear music teachers struggling with, including me. Lesson planning. Okay. So instead of feeling overwhelmed when it comes to lesson planning, and by the way, there's other podcast episodes I've done before about lesson planning. I've gone into a lot more detail. But today we're going to keep it short, sweet to the point. So instead of feeling overwhelmed, break it into smaller segments like nine-week planning each month or even each week. Don't look at the whole calendar and go, oh my gosh, I have five months to teach. What am I going to do? Break it into smaller segments. I want you to really think about what do you want to teach? What do you want to teach in January, February, March, et cetera, on and on? What do you want to teach each nine weeks? What objectives have you covered or have not covered yet? And by the way, inside the Harmony membership site, there's a curriculum map that's included with objectives to teach each month, with monthly done-for-you lesson plans. So you don't even have to think about it at all if you don't want to. Um, So the next thing I want you to think about is implementing the lessons. If this is something you've been struggling with, I want you to think about this first of all. Think about your teaching style. What's your background like as a musician? Remember, we had a whole podcast episode about that. What unique perspective do you bring into your music room? Okay, so this is all this is all going to help you with implementing the lesson. This is something that plays a huge part in how you plan and implement lessons. Don't focus so much on teach your teaching approach. For instance, like am I Kadai or Orf teacher? Which yes, bring that into your classroom because that's important to know what your teaching approach is, and then you'll be able to teach better. But maybe you're sitting here going, I don't know what my teaching approach is. So don't focus on that so much, but focus more on how your students best learn and how you best teach. That's the perfect combination right there. It's like puzzle pieces that just fit together where your strengths match your students' strengths and bam, then you'll start learning how to implement the lessons better. Okay. And then the third thing that is the biggest struggle I hear teachers, music teachers mentioning to me is about classroom management. This is definitely a loaded topic, literally could be 10 podcast episodes. I've already had a couple episodes and blog posts, by the way, also about classroom management. But for today, I just want to say, have a plan and stay consistent. I could literally drop the mic right now, walk out of the room, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'm not going to walk out of the room because you need to hear what I have to say. Um, I, I know so much more goes into classroom management besides just having a plan and staying consistent. But I wish I could get across to you how important just those two things are. Have a plan. 
Does it have to look like anyone else's plan? No, it can be your plan. But on top of that, the bigger thing is stay consistent with that plan. Don't just try it for a week and say, well, that's not working. No, stay consistent with it. Keep going. Don't give up, okay? I want you to also think about, are you at a large or a small school? What's your school's classroom management plan? Does your, do they have a school-wide something you're supposed to follow? Or are you just supposed to do something inside your classroom? So really think about those things, okay? So as you head into the rest of the school year, I want you to remember that you're not alone. Rely on your specials or encore team or whatever you're called at your school. And then other music teachers you know. You probably have met other music teachers at workshops or conferences or in your district that you know. A community is so important for you to bounce ideas off of and for you to be able to come to for support. That's exactly why I created the Harmony membership. I created a group for music teachers to come together and have that community that they so desperately need each and every month. So today, I want you to think about, like I said, what would you like to improve upon moving forward? How or what will improve your teaching practice or life? Really think through those questions so you can move forward successfully the rest of the school year. Then I have one more thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about having a mission statement or creating goals for yourself. Okay, so I want you to use these questions that I'm going to give you some more questions to think about. So like I said, you probably might need to pause and replay this podcast episode a few times to really write down what I'm saying and to be able to implement what I'm talking about. So here's some mission statement questions you can think about. This also goes right into renewing and moving forward the rest of the school year. Why did you become a music teacher? Maybe it's been a while since you've thought about that. Why did you want to become a music teacher in the first place? I want you to ask yourself, what sets you apart from other music teachers? Instead of thinking things like, I'm not good enough or they do a better job than me, what are your strengths? What sets you apart? Really think that through. There's some music teachers, and that's why I have a, by the way, that's why I have a bunch of different guests on the podcast. Because as you can tell from listening to different guests, they all have different strengths. And I intentionally make it a point to ask those teachers about their strengths when they're on the podcast. You've heard so many different music teachers talk about technology, teaching their kids to compose, teaching with the ORF method, why they really enjoy teaching movement, and so much more. So what are your strengths? What sets you apart? It doesn't need to look like anyone else because it's your strengths. What unique skills or talents do you bring into your music classroom? That goes right back into what sets you apart, right? And what's your goal as a music educator? Maybe you haven't thought that through for a while. What is your goal as a music educator? Maybe you didn't have such a great first half of the school year. That's fine. That's okay. Because we're not going to stay in the past, right? We're going to move forward. So I want you to think about what is your goal as a music educator moving forward the rest of the school year. Don't stay stuck. Don't stay hard on yourself. But remember, we're moving forward. Set some goals and move forward, okay? So I hope this helped you today. I hope that you are able to reflect and renew moving forward into the rest of the school year because you're an amazing music teacher. Your students need you. They need the exact music teacher you are. And so, like I said, we go into detail about all of this every single month in our coaching calls, in the Facebook Lives, in the community, in the Facebook group, 
every month inside of Harmony. And I'd love for you to join us. Enrollment ends tomorrow, January 8th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So you can join by heading to thedomesticmusician.com and clicking on the Harmony tab. And I hope to see you there. We're going to have a big celebration party, by the way, tomorrow night inside the Facebook group on a Facebook Live. So you guys, I am cheering you on. I'm rooting you on the rest of the school year. And next week, we're going to go right back into podcast episodes dropping every Wednesday. And I cannot wait to continue supporting you as you continue being an amazing music teacher. Thank you so much for listening in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to review the show and leave a rating on iTunes. To find out more about how I can help you gain momentum in your elementary music teaching career, head to thedomesticmusician.com where you'll find free downloads, courses, the blog, and so much more. Continue teaching music and never doubt the impact you're making each and every day in the lives of your students.